You've worked hard to build your business, and now it's time to grow. Welcome to the Multiply Your Success Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Dufour, CEO of Big Sky Franchise Team and a serial entrepreneur. And the purpose of our podcast is to give you a weekly dose of inspiration and education to help you multiply your success. And as we get started today, we are celebrating uniqueness and differentiation. And how are you differentiating in your market space and what you're doing? As the leader of your organization, do you know what those differentiators are and what's truly unique about your business, your service, your product, your customer experience? And if you haven't reviewed that in a while, it might be a good time to go back and reflect and review on that. But we're celebrating it today because our guests, Patrick Ducant and William Benson, are the co-founders of Billionaire's Row, which is a premier black-owned champagne brand. So what better way to celebrate than with a bottle of champagne and a top high-end, high-quality product at that. Billionaire's Row, it's been the champagne of choice by many celebrities and VIPs, including Stevie Wonder, the Kardashians, and even Kensington Palace. So this is an awesome interview where Patrick and William share with us what makes their business unique and special and really stand out. So let's go ahead and jump into our interview with William and Patrick. Patrick Ducat, co-founder of Billionaire's Row. And it's William Benson here, um, founder and CEO. Let's jump into and talk a little bit about your business. And um, let's talk about what you do and what makes you different and unique in, in your field. I was going to go ahead and let uh, William Brett contest to that, but definitely on time, to your point, uh, what makes us different, um, we, we like to consider ourselves a, definitely uh, a different different brand. Um, as you know, obviously, we just had COVID-19 um, that have affected many different sectors. Um, but for us, obviously, it was something totally different. And we were able to go ahead and go back to the drawing board and pretty much reshape the actual company of what it is today. Um, uh, for, for most companies, they can't say, and it's sad to say we can't say for most companies that, that COVID-19 was the best thing for us. It was the best thing because it actually allowed us to go ahead and refocus on who we are as a company. Um, from the last, I would say the last six months, we've been coming into the market. We came into the market October. Our flagship is our champagne, our brut, premier Brut Rosé. Um, it is literally uh, one of one of, one of of a kind. Um, what, what sets us aside from other companies in luxury space, we're the first company to ever have champagne, cognac, and water within the same space. Um, so for us, as a young brand coming into the market, uh, we're being destructive. Uh, we're being destructive, humbly. Um, we're, we're appreciating some of the consumers that are giving us positive feedback of what we're doing into the market. Patrick, what you said there was really stood out to me, and I'd love to dive into this a little bit. And you said... The pandemic was one of the best things that could have ever happened, at least for your business, right? You know, we we, we don't like the, the illness and people dying. Obviously, that's a terrible thing. But um, I love how you use this as an opportunity to kind of uh, change, shift, re-engineer what you were doing. So would, would you talk through, both of you, a little bit of maybe how that process happened, when when you decided to do it, how you did it? Because I think there are companies out there that maybe thought about doing it or might still be thinking about doing it. And I'd love to take a lesson from what, what you guys did. No, I just think it's about vision. 
I think it's about vision, you know, being able to understand, you know, what it is that you want to do. Um, it was something that I think, you know, collectively, um, you know, pre-COVID, obviously, there's a lot of things that happened around the world, a lot of things happened in the spirit space. But during COVID, numbers were really unique and different. And obviously, you know, in this space, in the alcohol, in the beverage space, Things, you know, I like to look at it as a recession-proof business, but I know, Scotty, you were about to go into, segue into something, so let me let you jump into that. No, definitely, and uh, Tom, to, 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 to add to what Benson was saying, um, it, it was it was basically, it was crazy timing. I think we were launching uh, last year, March. Um, guys, as you know, um, that's when uh, we start taking notice of the pandemic, and things started to take a shift, uh, but for us, it, it allowed us to go and refocus and understand this new world that we're living in. And uh, for, for most companies, they couldn't go back to the drawing board because they had pretty much a foundation of how they actually come into the market and who they are as a company. Um, for us, the world didn't actually get to see that. Um, so we're, we're able to just adjust accordingly to what the market is doing today. Well, well that's really interesting uh, be, because you're right. In, in just the beverage industry, in uh, alcohol beverage, I mean, we're talking extremely... To your point uh, there, William, when you were saying it's extremely competitive, I, I mean, it's hard to think of another industry that is, you know, may, it might be as competitive. I don't know if it's more competitive, uh, right, when we're thinking about that. So I love how you're doing that. And talk about this idea of differentiation. It's something that, you know, I, I, I like to talk a lot about with the clients we work with, and we talk a lot about it on it with other guests that have come through, but what led you to have that kind of mindset as you started going through this? Well, I mean, the idea for us was to build a, a global lifestyle brand, right? And we've been able to do that during probably one of the worst pandemics in the history of the planet Earth. Um, and, you know, an understanding on how to create a brand, you know, that's been our focal point, right? Creating something outside of just champagne and cognac and water, but really creating a message to the masses, to the consumers on how to live, um, how to consume, how to celebrate um, through the lifestyle, through uh, what we curate. And so that's what we've been doing um, currently. Well, and thank you for sharing that, by the way. I appreciate that. And, um, you know, where where do you see your company going? You know, I, I love your company name and your vision, but, you know, what what's what where, where are you taking the business here? I, I think I think because we're we're a young brand and, and both William and I are, are under 40. <clears throat> so we understand that the new generation, um, as you noted, there's going to be a, a huge shift that we're going to see for the first time. In our lifetime, as far as the generation shift of wealth being uh, kind of pointed to the younger generation, as you as you guys know that that's what's pretty much kind of coming into the market. There's a lot of companies that are adjusting to this new generation of what that represents, um, and for us understanding that because we are and what we represent the younger generation, for us we we feel like though we have the edge of of utilizing and and us as a brand as far as billionaires row, um, understanding that this new world's just going to go ahead. And be different. And how do we adjust to it? Uh, we adjust to it by understanding the young generation and what they like. Um, what are some of the things as far as experience? And one of the things that highlights for us as a company is that we're able to go ahead and, and, and give a totally different experience for our consumers. Um, it's just not, and to Vincent's point, it's just not about our cognac, champagne, and our client spring water. 
it's a mission for us. Um, it's a mission to to speak to the massive and understand who we are as a company. I love that you're you're driving toward this. And one of the things that stood out to me uh, that that I resonate with because I I relate to what what you describe uh, in in being a, a you know an under forty professional. Although I've got I'm in my final year of under forty, I guess. And uh, um, but but you said it, but both of you are are dads. And you're looking to be an example for your kids, as I understand. And, you know, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I, I think that we both can contest to it. Uh, both of us are, are, you know, pretty much um, we have a different relationship because of, you know, our backgrounds and, and the challenges that we face. And not only starting a, a great company uh, that we think is going to be one of the best companies in the world, um, but definitely touch on it as far as having kids. Um, both William and I have, have been raised without our father. Um, so for us, uh, we, we say this all the time, you know, we're both spiritual guys, um, but it's, it's, it's never about us. It's about inspiring others, um, not just our kids, but, but guys that look like us and, and, and understand that the way we position the company and we speak and we touch on diversity. It's just not about our culture. It's about, you know, definitely the, the whole entire world being part of it because we're one at the end of the day, and that's our company's mission. Um, so uh, that, that means a lot to us. Um, and our, and we understand our kids are definitely, are going to definitely continue to push and move this forward because they just don't understand it yet because they're super young. Um, but Vincent and I are constantly having conversations about that, that this, this particular journey that we're actually uh, facing, it's, it's just not about us too. It's about making sure that we inspire others to be great as well. Mm. Well, I, I I love that, and uh, maybe that's one of the reasons uh, we ended up getting connected. Uh, you know, our our uh, purpose statements and missions kind of align. Our you know we we are our we have a focus to inspire and foster greatness in in others. So we I I love what you're doing and love that uh, messaging that you're that you're. Uh, sharing and bringing forth through your enterprise and through your business and bringing that to others. And uh, well, this is a great time for us to jump into a little bit of our show formula here. And you both have had a great career, uh, great careers, I should say, and building this business. And we, we ask every guest the same questions. And I'd love to hear from each of you uh, your response to uh, the first question we like to ask, which is, uh, has there been a miss along the way, a miss or two that uh, you've learned something from? And if you wouldn't mind sharing that. Yeah, I, I, I think that if you if definitely answer, I think every company has probably had that miss of, of opportunities. Uh, for us, it, it it's for, for me, I would say because the question is definitely for me, and I think William's going to have it probably a different perspective. Um, I think the missed opportunity uh, was pretty much the, the, the actual lost ones that we've lost during the pandemic. I think that that for us, it it it's, it speaks because it's definitely a new world. Um, I think most companies would say that they they don't understand it. Um, they they're, they're still adjusting to what this world represents. Um, so for us, I think many companies or or, or many entrepreneurs would probably answer it the same way. Um, that we're still we're still learning what this world represents. Um, so when when it comes to a missed opportunity, um, it's just adjusting uh, and learning what that what that new world represents. Yeah, and to, and to touch on that, I think for me, when it came to you know when it came to brand building, um, one of the main topics that I've stood on is learning to fail, learn to fail, 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 fail by being a disruptor because through failure, you'll find your successes. And so 
have we failed through the process? Of course we failed. Um, we focused on, we focused on packaging. We focused on what speaks to consumers. What, what do consumers want? What do they like? Um, and of course, while you're developing that process or developing that, that, um, that narrative, you're, you know, you're going to make mistakes along the way. And so, and, to, and also to speak to what Scotty said about the pandemic, I mean, we've all lost or know someone who lost their lives through that, through this last year and a half, a year and a few months of this crisis that we're facing, um, which was a challenge for our company and many other companies. A lot of companies uh, are gone, you know, uh, a lot of families uh, lost everything. And so we're fortunate um, and we're and we just we're thankful and we're humble that we're still here and that we're able to still make noise and be disruptive in this space. It's just a blessing. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I I think there are a lot of folks who who have a similar feeling, you know, having just been able to make it through and are just grateful uh, to be have have come through stronger uh, than than before. And well, let's let's turn around on the other side on a make or two um, that that you've had in your career and your business that you'd like to share with the audience. I think for me, it's uh, a make or two. Um, it's definitely believing and, and William's dream. I think for me, it, it, you know, prior to that, uh, William was definitely championing this brand. And I think that humbly for me, uh, to, to continue to push that dream, um, means a lot. Uh, so that, that definitely for, for me, I can definitely touch on that as far as the billionaires row is to continue to go ahead and build something that's going to be one day great. And we speak on that all the time. And uh, a billionaires Rose is a staple center name to be here when we're dead and gone. Um, so, so for us, it means a lot to continue to, to take that journey and to take that journey with uh, someone I consider a brother. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. And, and William, how about for you? I have to champion that. I mean, there's not much really to add to what, what Scotty just said. I mean, um, brotherhood, you know, it's really, I mean, that's really important for me. And uh, I think uh, what Patrick just said is exactly what I was going to say. Exactly. Great. Great. Well, and and let's let's talk about the idea of a multiplier. And you know, multiplier could mean a, a wide variety of things. So this is one of my favorite questions to ask our guests. And have have you used a multiplier to grow yourself personally, or your business, or uh, your professional development uh, that that we could share? And uh, Patrick, why don't you get us started? Yeah, definitely. I think that. <clears throat> We both come from different backgrounds when it comes to uh, when it comes to business. I think uh, for for me, it's it's adding uh, you know adding verticals uh, within our portfolio already. Um, the, the d- definitely, I think that for us as a company, uh, it's different, and we 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 talk about this all the time. Uh, the way we've structured a company, it, it's 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 kind of there's never been a company um, that's designed like ourselves. I think the closest company that we can probably consider that's close to us would probably be an LVMH. Um, for us to have, you know, seven different surrogate company within our parent company, Billionaires Real Global, um, we're able to add so many different verticals um, of, of revenue. And uh, we're humble about it. I think that the world's going to definitely understand Billionaires Row um, uh, because the, the hard work that we're, we're having as a team. Um, and, and one of the things I definitely want to touch with the consumers that are actually listening to this podcast, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's not an I, it's definitely a teamwork effort. It's continued to, to, to build a great team. Um, uh, it, there's great talent uh, all over the world. And we are humble to have great talents that are constantly being on board to Billionaires Row. 
Um, you have, you know, guys from France that are part of our team. I'm um, from Arizona, West Coast. Um, you name it from from every part of the country that's co- constantly adding to our, our company and that's success. And Benson and I, uh, it, it's a team effort first. I'm building any great company. It's a team effort. Thank you, Patrick. That's great. And William, how about for you? I think for me, it's the same thing, man. It's really focusing on our team and, um, you know, team effort, like Patrick said, but, you know, from South Africa, our team there, team in Canada, our domestic team, you know, our logistical team, you know, same thing, man. Just same thing. Great. Great. Well, and the final question we like to ask every guest is what does success mean to you? It's it's funny, Tom. I was actually, uh, I'm a big, both of us are big guys that love to study, man. Uh, many entrepreneur knows that one, one of the two things that make you successful, uh, it's waking up early and constantly studying, constantly reading. Um, those things are, are things that, you know, most people don't see. And I was, it's funny, my, my study last night was about success and was, was taking a, a, a thing, a Jay-Z is someone that I look up to. And he said something as far as success, that success should not be the goal. And it resonated for me uh, because it's a true statement that the end goal should not just be success. The end goal is how do we empower others to be great? Um, and that that would resonate. So when you talk of success, um, success is just not and it shouldn't be the goal for any entrepreneur, for any company. Um, it should be how do we inspire the world and make a world a better place? Yeah, that's great. Uh, and, and awesome. William, how about you? I, I think, uh, you know, the famous quote of Jay-Z. Um, now, look at this as a twofold, you know, and Jay-Z said uh, when they when they speak of success, I'm what they I'm what they might mean. You know, and I think for me to define success, you know, as I tell young entrepreneurs who ask me, you know, success for me is having as many conversations with as many people in this world as you can, because the right conversation can change your life forever. And that's what happened to me. So, you know, that's how I define success. Speaking and being in the right rooms having the right conversations with people, as many people as possible, because that one conversation, you, you never know. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it's interesting you say that. I, I remember I was in school. Uh, to, it just made me think of a, an instance, what you just said. You never know, William. And I remember I met, uh, I, I was at some, uh, at, at school, some speakers were coming in and there was a, there was a, a, uh, graduate, there was a, an alumni from the uh, university and he was just talking. He was an entrepreneur, had some success. And, you know, I, I, I he just said, it, it's like you said, he, he said all the right things. I was like, oh my gosh, just like inspired. Like, I was like, holy cow, I don't even know this guy, but I want to go down a similar track. This, this guy, like he got it. He knew what was going on. And, um, I, I remember I, I walked up to him afterwards and said, you know, basically said, Hey, can, can, uh, can I chat with you for a few minutes? He said, no problem. How about we go up for coffee? I said, really? And he said, sure. You know, <laughs> and I said, I was shocked uh, that he said yes. And that, that, uh, little thing set on a totally different trajectory that who knows where life would have taken, but probably not down, uh, this path as far or as fast without that, 
um, without that uh, presentation there. So I, I relate to that personally uh, very well because I had that experience. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. That, that's wonderful. Um, well, uh, Patrick, William, uh, uh, before we kind of close out here, I want to make sure that we're able to talk through and make sure there's uh, anything that we might have missed or that you points you wanted to get across that we can make sure we get those here uh, before we close. Tom, this was a great podcast. I, I enjoy every single question. This was, uh, was very interesting. So uh, definitely looking forward to definitely hearing the podcast and and, and continue to go ahead and, and push through. Uh, the multiple, 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 your success is, is definitely something to definitely touch on and continue to push. Great, great, great podcast. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing, man. And we just want to, you know, keep staying on our mission. We want to continue to ins- inspire people. Uh, we want people to be the better versions or the best versions of themselves. And um, anyone listening to the podcast, you guys can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at billionaires row doc billionaires row at billionaires row, or you can follow us or go to our website, billionaires all one word. And thank you so much for having us. William and Patrick, thank you so much for an absolutely fantastic interview. I'm so thankful for having you on the show and for your time to be a guest. Thank you. I know you're both very busy. And let's go ahead and jump into our three key takeaways. So the first key takeaway is really the theme of the episode, which is all about differentiating and creating that uniqueness special sauce, secret sauce, whatever it might be for your business. But how are you differentiating? How are you being unique in your business? And what's allowing you to stand out? And this may be a good time, by the way, if you are differentiated or have been differentiated and unique in your space, should you be reevaluating that and just questioning it? I'm not saying that it, you should change it, but just question or challenge it. If you did something different 5, 10, 20 years ago, however long it's been now, is it still relevantly unique? Have your competitors caught on and now they're doing it too? So just something to think about. Takeaway number two is to learn to fail. And that's been a frequent theme on our Multiply Your Success podcast. However, I love the way that they phrased it. Learn to fail. Be willing to try new things. It's okay if it doesn't work out. You can always change that, which I think kind of dovetails back to the being different and unique. And the third key takeaway is when they were asking the question, how do we empower others to be great? And that's a driver for them at their business. And they talked about and shared their story about growing up with no fathers and wanting to be role models for other people. I thought that was a fantastic question to be asking for them as they're fulfilling their vision and their purpose for helping other people grow. And now it's time for today's win-win. So today's win-win comes when they were talking about how having the right conversation can make an impact. And you never know which conversation that's going to be and which with per- with which person it's going to be with. So having that one conversation can change someone else's life. It might change your life. And you just never know which one it is. And so I think the point they were making is keep having conversations, keep talking, keep trying to do something. And so that's the episode today, folks. 
please make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. Remember, if you or anyone you know might be ready to franchise our business, please connect with us at BigSkyFranchiseTeam.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to having you back next week.